it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome in to the new PFF NFL Daily. Here's a recent snippet from the PFF NFL podcast. It's always the Cowboys this year hosting the Washington Commanders. And the Commanders, 11-point underdogs going into Dallas here. Now, they used to always spread this out. A couple things here. Used to spread it out. They used to always have an AFC team in one of these games. They don't do that. They're not doing that. It's, it's all NFC on Thanksgiving here. I also love, this was always the John Madden game. He'd be calling it for Fox. He'd always be doing the Cowboys game. And... Diving fist first into a turducken. He'd be yeah, cutting up turduckens right there hands. on air. They are doing a. They're like dedicating Thanksgiving to John Madden, like the, all the games and everything, you know. So I'm, I appreciate that. That's good. John Madden deserves the Thanksgiving honor. More '90s yeah. nostalgia. Yeah, more. I mean, we we love '90s nostalgia. <laughs> Other '90s nostalgia that I, I tweeted out uh, last week when we talk about how bad the officiating is. Thanksgiving 1998 is when was it Phil Luckett was the referee that screwed up the coin toss in overtime with the Steelers and Lions, and it cost the Steelers a game. So it was the 12:30 Lions game. Steelers and Lions go to overtime. Jerome Bettis calls heads or whatever, and he says, he called tails, and it's heads, <laughs> whatever it was. He reversed whatever Jerome Bettis said. The Lions got the ball, went down, scored, won the game, all because the referee screwed up, screwed up the coin toss. Mm. So if you think officiating is bad right now, they were messing up the coin toss back in 98. Yeah, I mean, it's still bad right now. It is. Yeah. Both can be true. Yes. All right. Commanders, Cowboys, what are you looking for here? So Sam Howell. We always start with Sam Howell. Yeah. Well, he's had three bad games, right? The first was against Buffalo, where he had that four interception, four turnover the play nightmare. Buffalo is a good defense. And then the other two have been against the Giants. We don't have a tremendously good defense, but wreck shop against Sam Howell, apparently. Uh, they do have Dexter Lawrence, uh, which is a you know, pretty sizable part of having a good defense. Um, anyway, the point being, you know, if you're looking for sort of trends for Sam Howell, generally speaking, the season has been quite good. It's been flawed. Uh, the turnovers and turnover-worthy plays have come in bunches. Uh, and, of course, the sack element to the season as well. But, like, the bad has been a good defense in Buffalo and then the Giants twice where Dexter Lawrence has wrecked shop and, and other bad things have happened in terms of turnovers and turnover-worthy plays. Now you go up against Dallas for the first time, who still have the best pass rush in the NFL. So this dynamic of Washington's offensive line isn't good. It's probably not terrible. It's below average, let's say. And then Sam Howell does not have a tremendous relationship with pressure, generally, between taking sacks that he shouldn't, between inviting pressure that he shouldn't, all these things. 
it has the recipe for this to be a bad Sam Howell game, which means Washington don't do well. Yeah. I mean, it, this goes back to the Cowboys being so good in the games that they're supposed to dominate. It's another one. It's another one where they're double-digit favorites. Mm. Um, as we mentioned the other day, they were 10.5-point favorites against Carolina. Kind of felt a little bit low, for uh, even though it was on the road. And Dallas, here's why Dallas wins these games handily. Because they're good in all three phases, right? They keep getting defensive touchdowns. Deron Bland has four pick sixes this year. And this isn't new for the Cowboys. I mean, they're, uh, Dan Quinn's defense is bucking the trend of, hey, turnovers are kind of cyclical and they're kind of lucky and, you know, they'll, they, they'll regress to the mean. Every single year over the last three years, Dan Quinn has had uh, one of the best defenses as far as turning the ball over, this year being no different. So they're stealing defensive touchdowns. They have the pass rush that you're talking about with Micah Parsons and friends, and they're not just lining Micah Parsons up in one spot. They're moving them all around, so that opens up opportunities for everybody. So it's the number. They're tied for the second-best pass rush grade in the NFL uh, with the Browns right behind the 49ers. And offensively, Dak Prescott's playing the best football of his career. Like this little stretch here, he's had other stretches where he's been really good, but pretty much since that Niners game, he's been very good. You know, since his horrible game. So he's our highest-graded quarterback right now, um, which, by the way, that's been uh, in flux throughout the season. There's a, there's a cluster of quarterbacks near the top of PFF grades where any given week, like last week it was Jared Goff, he had a bad game, he dropped to like fifth. Right. But that's how close it is at the top. It could, be, it could be Dak, it could be Lamar Jackson, it could be Goff. Like, there's a lot of different uh, Tua's up there. There's a lot of different QBs up near the top of our rankings. So Dallas does it all. And uh, the only it's they're at this point where we're still going to say, hey, how are you going to do against the better teams? But Dallas is only going to lose if they beat themselves. And that is like last week of the season, last year against Washington, Sam Howell's first start. Dallas beat themselves, right? Dak was throwing the ball to the defense, and um, that's pretty much Washington's only only hope here. I think we're more than halfway through the NFL season, almost. That's what it tells me, though. That's what it tells me. Yeah, But DraftKings Sportsbook still pumping out unbeatable offers every single game. New customers can bet just 5 bucks on anything to get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Bet on anything. 5 bucks. DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of a sweetener, a sweetener offer every single game this October. You can get in on the football action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the app now and use code PFF. So you can go check out Monday Night Football tonight. You got Niners. You got the Vikings. You can go do it right now. If you're a new customer, you can bet just $5 on anything to get $200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the code PFF. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. That's 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, Kansas, licensee partner Golden Nugget, Lake Charles, Louisiana, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in ONT, bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance, see sportsbook.com, sorry, see sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football, terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms and responsible gaming resources. Yeah, I mean, 
you know, to be fair, you could look at the game against or the the, the Washington versus Philadelphia matchup yeah. and say, hey, this is one that looked like it was it had the recipe for a bad Sam Howell game and a bad Washington performance because of that, and that didn't happen. Uh, but I do think Dallas is a different category. Like we generally think of the Eagles as having a really strong defensive front, and they they can go you know six seven guys deep, and they can get pressure everywhere. They are sort of below <clears throat> league average in terms of pressure rate this year, which is not, it's a new development for that Eagles defense. Dallas is still by far the best team in the NFL in pressure rate, like off in their own world in terms of a, you know, a data point. The next two teams, Cleveland and the Jets, arguably the two best defenses in the NFL, and then there's a big gap to anybody else, right? So Dallas is in its own world in terms of bringing pressure consistently. And they're going up against this offensive line that wherever they rank, it is below average at a minimum. So Yeah, not as bad as the sack totals would show, but they've they've not been great from a pass blocking standpoint, particularly right. over these last few weeks. So it's very difficult to imagine a scenario where Sam Howell is not under fairly consistent pressure throughout the course of this game. Which is not to say that he can't do anything, but his grade under pressure this season is bad. He converts a, a high percentage of that pressure into sacks. You know, if you get pressure on him basically a quarter of the time, 25%, you're going to sack him, which is its own massive negative play in the offense. And those tend to produce his turnover-worthy plays. Like his pressure plays, which is less than 40% of his dropbacks, account for more than half of his turnover-worthy plays. Yeah, so I think that's what makes that's what makes this game difficult if you're trying to say, can, the, can Washington keep it within 11? I mean, they're 4-7. and seven. It's not a great football team. They've really struggled on the defensive side of the ball. Dallas should have the advantage there. But in any given week, Sam Howell could have four or five big-time throws. Right. And he did it. He played extremely well. They took the Eagles to overtime, lost 34-31, and lost 38-31 in their two games against the Eagles, which, like you said, looked horrible on paper. And it was just like, no, Sam Howell's going to ball out in this game. And he's going to get rid of the ball quickly, right? So there are times when the matchup looks unfavorable for the commanders. Will they'll say, hey, let's get the ball out quickly. Let's really make sure that we respect this pass rush. So that's kind of the path to uh, covering the 11. I think Dallas absolutely wins. Question is, is it by 11 or more, Sam? I think it probably is. Um, it's actually how splits are fascinating for the pressure stuff. Like un, when he's kept clean, he has a turnover-worthy play rate under 2%, which is exactly the same as Justin Herbert this season and CJ Stroud, actually. Uh, it's good. It's better than Dak Prescott's. But when you pressure him, his turnover-worthy play rate Craziness. jumps to the moon. <laughs> it, it goes up to six-point-something percent, which, to be fair, is not the worst in the NFL, but it's bad. <laughs> and actually, his big-time throw rate stays really high and, in fact, goes up when you pressure him. So he's still capable of making crazy plays under pressure. It's just that the crazy expands its meaning and it is equally in fact more prone to making terrible catastrophic plays under pressure do you have his average depth of target on there uh, under pressure a lot of times under pressure you do have to throw the ball further down the field because you get you know zero blitzes and you have to chuck it but yeah. i feel like he's going to be at like 14 or something no it's only 10 okay it's not Reasonable. it's not even amongst the in fact it's like bang in the middle it's the same average depth of target under pressure as brock purdy and mac jones all right we'll so all right 11 points so you're going to say you're going to take dallas here yep all right um I think I'm going to take Dallas. What would you well. set the over under on how turnover the plays in this game? Over under on three. Yeah, it's Dallas. That's what I was thinking. Um, I'm just painting. The reason why I, when I'm bad at picking games is when you paint a picture in your head, 
Like, I'm going to paint this picture of Howell's going to have the Eagles game against Dallas. Hmm. He's going to get rid of the ball quickly. It's going to be good Howell, and they'll keep it close. It'll be a nice, exciting game. And, the, you know, the only reason behind that is, like, that's the picture I've painted in my head that's going to happen. Okay. But I think the data is saying this is right. Dallas's the game. data is saying he's going to be under pressure a lot and have yeah. at least four catastrophic and, mistakes. And Dallas covers those big spreads. Yeah. Yeah.